Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You have tuned in to the flyest sports and entertainment podcast in all the land. We are called Stat Lines Matter. This is our host, Robert Hunter, and I'm his partner, Marquis Stewart. We're here doing our thing again. Um, please, let me say right off the top, uh, please go subscribe to our podcast on any place you can find podcasts, um, particularly Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and uh, hit us on our social media, which is uh, at Statlines Matter on IG, uh, at Statlines Matter on Instagram and Facebook. And most importantly, uh, we have a 24-hour hotline where you can leave us messages and or texts uh, at area code 404-500-9017. We're doing a lot of cool stuff there, uh, really creating some interaction. And for like our best interactions, we have uh, T-shirt giveaways and, and hoodie giveaways starting in the month of May. So start to check in now. We want to hear your questions, and the best ones will make it on the air. And the whack ones won't. And the whack ones won't. You'll never hear the whack ones. How about that? Um, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? How are you? Um, I'm great. Good, I'm great. Good, it's good. always good to You're be in here. You're looking good. Man, you got you know, the fresh shave going. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, the, yeah. I, I got so the, you came ready to work. You came ready to work. Always, always. Yeah, you, yeah, know you look saying? nice, man. Uh, you man, nice. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, how do I look? It. Everybody tell Come me. On, you already know. Y'all know I got low self esteem. There's no reason. Anytime, Build my esteem up. <laughs> well, okay, let me try it. Okay. Anytime <laughs> you look like Randy DeBarge yes. from the DeBarges, yes. you good. Because they were the epitome of in the 80s. Yeah. Of, of light skin, like high yeah. performance light skin. Yeah, and and I'm still looking for you're the a high, You're a high performance, high high volume, like light skin dude. Like yeah. you, you're a traditional light skin. And and when they was on top, those are some of the best years of my life. I got yeah. I got when when they was doing their thing, and then I'll be sure came right behind that. Yeah. You're a rhythm of the night. And it's light skin. Yes, it's just too bad that I wasn't. You know, handling my business with the ladies yet? Because I was like ten years old. But if I was fifteen, I have like five, maybe like, maybe like eight kids by now. Well, let's thank God that you just have the three through marriage that you. Yeah, have. yeah, 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 yeah. Three I got, beautiful I got three. sons, yeah, yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. sons. Thank by you the way. so much. They look like they mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Hey, um, I want to uh, talk about. We're gonna hit on a couple different things, um, but before we really get deep into, um. Our normal stuff. I want to talk about. I want to talk about uh, Bill Gates. Yo, did you get a chance to see Bill Gates? I did. Turning up in the club down in Miami at Live. Did y'all see that? Did anybody? Or should see I come? You know what I call him? Bottle service Bill. Bottle service Bill. <laughs> Bill Gates was uh, in Miami, I believe, uh, or the, the club is in Miami, but he was down in South Florida uh, for his daughter's equestrian event. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, decided to go ahead and and pop in, pop pop up on uh on, on live the nightclub. Yeah, and I think it's in the is that in the fountain? I think that's in the fountain blue blue hotel. For, I have no idea. I've never yeah. been to live. Uh, oh, it's famous. But I've seen uh, the Taz Angels used to go there a lot. I believe it's particularly. I believe the popping night is on Sunday, which yes. I believe he was there. He was there on Sunday. Sunday night dancing. They said with five hot chicks, the money dance was literally in full effect. Yo, he he's. I saw the video, and I just the thing I kept thinking about is that this is so okay. Like I'm so okay with this because although he's from the tech world and and by nature just naturally nerdy, there's nothing wrong with just getting your turn up and turn up 
Like, like turn up like a man with a hundred billion. Yeah, and I and 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 I and I that's was thinking, what he has. I was thinking, what took you so damn long? Yeah, like you supposed to been. I, I'd have been in there. This why I ain't got no billion dollars. Like my first two hundred fifty thousand. I'd have been like, yeah. Been like if I was Bill, I just think about like when you have like when your money get in the billions. The the things I would be doing to create conveniences for myself. Sure, I'd be like, look, okay, I want to spend the evening at at uh, live. But if I can get in my section, like, like I want six TVs set up. I know y'all don't have TVs, but like but set up six TVs, make it happen. Yeah. Uh, on three of them, I'd like like video game systems, yeah. so me and my friends could play video games while in the club. Yes. Like I would just create such a such a just bizarre environment everywhere I went, and just just be like, take my credit card, run it, just do what you got to do. So can you can you imagine like whoever was in there that night? You know, it was like Floyd Mayweather or somebody like, yeah, bring me a million in ones. And then Bill Gates walk in, you'd be like, hey, cancel that order. <laughs> I was going to make it rain. Yeah. No, but, but imagine like a ball up. Like, imagine, and I know yeah, you were about the ball. You was about the ball. Yeah. And then Bill walk in the building. And yeah, because like, you, you can't, know what? you can't one up him. Whatever we was about to do. Hey, the, <laughs> we're not doing if he, that. If the, like, Bill at the strip club would be. Oh yeah, something yeah. else. But can you imagine? I know somebody came up to him and screamed at him, "Bill, I love the iPhone. I use it almost every day. Love the iPhone." Yo, <laughs> disaster. Yeah, disaster. <laughs> and iPads too, and all your stuff, man. You're a legend. You be like, you're he holding the iPhone up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, man, that that's that was an amazing thing to me to see. But I guess, and that, what it said to me is, even nerds. Worth billions of dollars, got to get it in. It said he got there around eleven and left at one, so he kicked it. Yeah, he kicked it for a minute. But I mean, he got there probably. It was probably like what, like like fifty people in the club at eleven. If <laughs> just one. That's last how thing. you know he don't know what's going. He, when he let's go to the nobody <laughs> take, goes. To the, take me to the hottest place in Miami. That's <laughs> that's what he said. Like take me to the hottest place in Miami, and he happened to end up in the hottest place in Miami. Yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they definitely took him. And do you like if like how does that work? And I, I know. We're staying long enough. How does that work? Like, you hear whoever the the manager or the owner is at, at Live, you hear Bill Gates is coming to your spot. You don't want to screw that up. Holy smokes. You don't want to screw that up. And you calling your... And what is his expectation? Your best girls. Oh, what? Talking about just, just hey, staying I around. I know I said you was off, but get your ass up. Yeah. Like, whatever <laughs> you got to do. And I know, see, you got to be careful of them girls. That's why when you go party in Miami and you got billions of dollars, you need your security. Cause them girls will rob you down there. Yeah, he they <laughs> they said he had like five or six security guards while he was on the dance. And they're needed. Yeah, cause yeah. they hey they hey the women down there will target you. I, yeah, you, so you had to be breaking out your best dance moves. If you were shouted trying to come up, yeah, you be like you trying to get your black china on, trying yeah. to land you somebody. You You're trying to go you back just to that, out there trying to. Yeah, just, if you get back to the hotel, you just like you build. You gotta be careful because you'll wake up on the gram sleep. Yeah, with it'll be all bad. Anyways. Um, I want to revisit a couple things that we talked about that's kind of stayed in the news, which yeah. is kind of interesting because a lot of times in these days, things will stay for a couple of days and then they'll fade out. Two things that just don't seem that are, that, that maybe you're not even picking up momentum. One is picking up momentum. One's kind of staying the same is like, the first thing we got is Kanye's, Kanye's desert church is just, it's just staying steady. He went, Kanye went to, um, Coachella and shut it down. Shut it down. 50,000 people he led to the Lord. 50,000 people he led to the Lord. He led to the Lord. 
You had Kid Cudi out there. You had uh, Two Chains led to the Lord. You had somebody named Lizzo. I don't even know who that is. But oh yeah, that's the new. That's the big girl, right? I don't know. She's a, she's a she's. I shouldn't say it's a big girl, but she's this um, kind of unlikely artist. But she's super talented. I think she's a flutist, okay, as well as a singer and a songwriter. I actually listened through her album this weekend. It's interesting because it's like it's kind of all over the place. It's more pop than R and B, but it's a black girl, and she's she's um pretty big. And she's her album cover. She's not butt naked, but she's you know she don't have any clothes she, on. She's doing the her. love sexy. Yes, she did exactly the love sexy, <laughs> but it was like big and sexy. So so yeah, so I think all right. So and I know that he's not. But I think if you leave 50,000 people to have them all dancing to the Lord, whatever extra credit he needed to get back in the barbecue and into heaven, that's it. You can't deny him no more. Don't even try it. You're trying to deny it. I see you're trying to deny it. Don't deny it. It's weird, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It's like, because the way it looks to me, it's like some black, it's like some black hippies. It's like. You remember how like there's footage of like what did what do all the pictures of Jesus what he look like? Now I'm gonna talk about the first of all with no shoes no, on. There's no pictures. We never of Jesus. even seen Jesus with no shoes there's on. There's no pictures. That's of Jesus. hippie. And he be on paintings. the mountainside. He don't been on the mount. Okay, the paintings. Where do you think the paintings came from? Out. Somebody seen him. At, did they? <laughs> Somebody had to see him. I'm just saying. He had on Jesus had on the toga. Okay. Kanye got on the toga. Go back. Stop. I'm just pumping the brakes on you. Now Kanye got on Yeezys and G, but it wasn't no Yeezys out then. You remember? You remember? Uh, look, bro. <laughs> just saying, man. He's got to be. He's got to be wearing you down a little bit. You got to be nine a.m. It looks like black people Woodstock. What's wrong with that? That's what Jesus parties used to look like back in the day. I'm gonna not do this with you. <laughs> man, I'm just saying, man. You look at it. He got all them people out there leading them to the Lord. Hey, you and, know, you know, on funny, the mountain. You know what I was looking for. Like when I was looking at videos, because I knew a couple people went there and on my on my IG. Oh, that's love. I was looking for generators because you made that whole situation. Yeah, how you made that whole situation about the electricity? I was looking for generators. I didn't see yeah. him. How I think he's legitimately plugged into the atmosphere. He plugged into like, the. Like how do you get all the equipment plugged in? Because they're in the middle of a field. He said the Lord I'm said, looking for the look, generators. Bring the amps. Bring the mics. Don't worry about how they're gonna get it plugged up. You know what I'm saying? Just, that what the Lord say. Just just the loaves of bread. And the, and the fish, and I got y'all. And he fed all the troops. Same thing with the equipment. I'm just saying, that ain't wearing you down a little bit. No. Not no. a bit. Oh, the, I'm very rigid. Yes, rigidity. That's rigid. the key word. I heard Obama use that word like a week ago, and I had to Google it. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's yeah. I'm going to put that one in my Nah, I mean, it, listen, I there is rigidity with me when it comes to, to Kanye, because I'm not falling for the proverbial Everybody, banana. Donald Glover was out there. I don't care. I don't care. You're going to be the last one. I and you're going to come on in. Absolutely. And you're going to be in the I desert absolutely church. Absolutely. You're going to be the last person that's going to come in. When they say, hey, come on, Mark, everybody's <laughs> yeah, in. Come here. on. Everybody's in. And you're going to come in begrudgingly, but then you're going to be in. You're going to be out there. I'm, even if I end up coming down there, you're going to have your Air Force Ones on and stuff. I'm going to come in. I'm still going to be outside. I'm just going to stand by the door and just, and just not feel the spirit. I feel the spirit. I can feel the spirit in other places. Kanye, and y'all saw Kanye, Kanye broke not... down and was crying at the Coachella. Kanye. <sighs> down at the Coachella. Kanye be crying because he didn't take his medicine. 
I shouldn't play because you're not you're not supposed to play with mental health. Holy smokes! They had the dad gonna get him on, get him like back up. You know what I mean? Like that was just a big deal going on, man. Anyway, you know what? I shouldn't be so cynical. In all fairness, but it looked like black Woodstock. Anyways, and 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 and, and that's because it's just a bunch of black people bouncing what, around in the fields, and, and that's what like, Jesus revival like, looked are y'all, like are y'all, back in the day. What they didn't have no because they didn't have no 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 you know amphitheaters or nothing back then. If you wanted to turn up and a bunch of y'all, it's gonna look like that. Yeah, you gonna be be out there in the woods, boy. Okay, all right. Um, so hey, we back. I just let y'all know, fifty thousand led to Lord extra credit for heaven. I'm with you at that. (laughs) I don't want to get to a point where I'm rooting against Kanye. I, I'm just new, I'm I'm just gonna stay where I'm at, but I don't want to start rooting for Kanye to go back the other way just so I can be right. All right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I just I'm fi- I'm fine with what he's doing. Keep doing it. Hey, st- the music, keep doing it. I don't music, have to. I don't have to show. You, you, I don't have to be there. You gonna come back? I don't have to be there with, but right. I don't mind him doing it Good. because I don't want him going back the other way. Facts. So I'm not gonna sit there and root for his Facts. back so I can be right in the And argument. more than okay, and more than that, we go and we didn't mean to stay this long on this subject. You want him to be a sound mind and body for his children. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I said, if he never if he brings it all around and makes another classic album, great. I just want him to be cool. And I'm just saying I am not convinced yet that he is all the way centered, but by no means do I want him. In a bad Back place. Over, I yeah. want him in a good place. Hugging so if this Donald is Trump. if this yeah. is continuing him down the line of being in a good place, count count me. They, in. I mean, they said though. I mean, and I'm sure you know all you guys listening out there who who tuned in uh, or been on the internet said that he rocked it. Is that the show was? Just yeah, no. I mean, you could just listen. Fifty fifty thousand people are not showing up for the for the nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. like you had to give him credit. Um, the other thing that uh that we saw. That is that we need to follow up with is uh, my man Russell. I know I've been talking about Russell and you know uh, how much of a fan of his I am and how fond I am of his wife Sierra, but you can't help but to be excited about his. I'm gonna say this as 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 PC as I can, the urbanization of of Russell sure, Wilson. Sure, like, his swag is changing. By the moment, like yes. Every moment, yes. It's like changing by and the day. Yes. Did you, so 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 did y'all see? I don't know if y'all saw the footage of him getting his hair cornrowed by his lovely wife from Clayton like, County. And if you like, is that what county she from? Clayton yes, County? Clayton County. So if you and I, you just look. She at was that. braiding his hair like they was on the porch. Yeah, in the in Clayton County, yeah. but they were in their mansion. And, yeah, in, in Seattle, in in, the, in, a, in a raggedy duplex. That would have looked like, <laughs> you know, like you live <laughs> anyway. So. And you hear how he was how he was talking though? Yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. He's slowly morphing into 21 Savage. <laughs> like, like he's slowly morphing. Like when he was with that other one, that gluten-free wife he had at first. Gluten wasn't none of that. Wait, did you say gluten-free? <laughs> Just like, yeah, now he getting and you see how, how his face looked? I've had that face once or twice in my life. She didn't blow on that boy's mind all clean yeah, out of his head. Cause he cause he, she didn't, he's, he's comfortable. She didn't rocked. His he world. relaxed. Like, he when he was with the gluten free. Yeah, he wasn't getting what he getting with Sierra. Mm-mm. Like that's that's and I didn't see his eyes all extra glazed over, like <laughs> super glazed. Like I I didn't had that before. You know what he got? 
The eye of the tiger. <laughs> and, I, and, and it got me to thinking. I'm like, if you see, like, now he's talking like, yeah, huh, yeah. And before he was like, yeah, so, you know, the completion percentage. Yeah, the baseball. Now he's like, yeah, my hair cornrows. Yeah, I'm getting it. He did used to be like, he's like, Hey Sierra, I think we're out of Gogurt. <laughs> yeah, Can you pick yeah, up some Gogurt? Yeah, she was like, she was like, yeah, wait, cause you know, why after we get married, you gonna see this gonna <laughs> Now you like, go, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, man. we just totally playing no stereotype. Hey, can you bring me another like little malt liquor? Yeah, little, his, his, <laughs> his percentage is gonna go down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> defensive, <laughs> defensive recognition. Well, it got is gonna, me to thinking though. Gonna reduce. Like, like real talk. Like, cause he was on his way to Ben Carson. Now he on his way, you know, to 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 Gucci Man. This is a whole <laughs> Gucci. It's a whole different thing. I'm like, man, Tiger need to mess around and get him one like that. Yo, I was thinking the same thing. It started to get me to turn around on Tiger because through Russell, and I'm not putting them in the same realm politically because obviously I don't know Russell's politics, but I'm just talking about just in presentation. I was like, oh, the transformation's possible. Sure. And maybe it just depends on where you're getting your loving yeah. from. Yeah, and Tiger, you want you want to get your hair growing back? You want because your hair corn Tiger, You know what it is? You get Tiger's, you some of that, it's going to start growing all the way back. You're going to be able to get your own corn roll. All in the all, front. Yeah, all that what you're missing. All in the back. All what's missing up there. Because <laughs> you know what it is? He's been on a gluten-free diet for too long. Too long. No yes. gluten. He need to, he need to get No gluten. <laughs> Sierra, you got a friend for Tiger? He yes. needs some gluten. Yes. Whatever, you, whatever that, that recipe you giving the Russ, yeah. Tiger need. Look at his hair. Yeah, he want his hair corn rolled. I bet he. I bet if he had a chance to say, the the missing hair that he got now versus corn rolls, he'd be like, I, I think I take the corn rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see Tiger go through a similar transformation as Russell and then win a major. That would be fire. Be like, man, I came back on y'all, nah, bitches. Hey, hey. <laughs> Y'all told hey, hey. y'all slept on me. Hey. <laughs> I told y'all that. I told Aaron one of y'all after after he sinks it. Right. The last can't foot. see me. Yeah, he, he take his shirt off. Start off. Yeah, hey. Yo, he oh, out y'all there, bitch hey, ass. He out there playing with no shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> with his hat backwards. <laughs> with his hat backwards. <laughs> and, but but with but, a drink. But he but he's minus like he's minus <laughs> like fifteen. And a <laughs> Backwards. And a black and mild. And a black and mild. Y'all can't see me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Y'all ain't want none. I told I told Aaron one of y'all. I told y'all. I told y'all. Hey, I would pay money to see Tiger get all the way to that. Tiger, hey, so Tiger, so the bottom line is Tiger need to get him a woman with some gluten. With with all the uh <laughs> with more sodium. So high sodium. Diet, high sodium. High antibiotic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not grass fed. Yeah, they like pork. Yeah, all yeah. of that. All and know the recipes <laughs> for sure. You know listen, what I'm listen. Um, I don't know if you. How closely have you been following the uh, the NBA? Um, first round, just for the most part. I think there's a couple of. Um, by the time this comes on, I think we'll be done with the first round. We're just about done. Second round. It would be amazing. a treat if we weren't though. Like if like if if somehow Utah could could make win two more games, like that would be dope, you know. And I thought it was gonna be over last night. And by like you said, like you said, by the time this comes out, it'll probably be over. But but they had like one last fart from that dead corpse where you know <laughs> right. Donovan Mitchell just right. And Donovan Mitchell actually played well in the closing minutes of the uh, of game three. Yeah. Um. But but uh. But yeah. So any they were able to finish the, and they were actually favored. Sorry to. They actually yeah. favored in that game three by minus two and a half. Yeah. 
ended up taking the L. So yeah, because I just think the makeup of the team is are the type of type of dudes that are just not they're gonna play with some pride, um, you know, as they close out. But I think for the most part, you can count them out. Um, a couple of interesting sort of ob- observations that I have is I gotta give Blake Griffin some credit. Um, I don't know if you saw it because it was like you know unless you're like super basketball head and had nothing else going on. Um, Milwaukee in a closeout game, you know, up 3-0. Blake's been battling a bad, like a bum knee, and he's grinding just to get through it. And he could have easily sat last night out, packed his bags for whatever exotic location and left straight from Detroit and headed to, you know, Turks or Anguilla or whatever. I mean, I'd be ready to leave Detroit. (laughs) As you should. (laughs) Um, Detroit is the Detroit of the United States. Yo, and shout out to our <laughs> shout out to our Detroit listeners. You know, no shade, but did full you know, shade. Did you know that? Like, and I'm way off track. The Silver Dome sold like, like for like five hundred thousand. Yeah, yes, yes. It was built the for Pontiac, like seven million. The Pontiac Silver Dome. Like, yes. you could have got a like, dome. This was like fifteen years ago. It yeah. sold for that. Yeah, Man, yeah like yeah. that's so you, you could have got a whole dome. Like, what you know about a whole dome what for five sixty? <laughs> like I'd just be in I mean, there and I'd be like, "Yo, just fix the jumbotron, and we just gonna go in here and yeah, play Madden." Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, so I don't even know—is it a parking lot now? Yeah, I don't even yeah. know. I mean, I think at some point we will see a whole. I mean, Barry Sanders used to get loose, gentrified. Up like they're gonna gentrify that. You already know what's coming there. That's gonna that's gonna be something one day. But anyways, to his credit, um, he gutted it out, bro. Like he really did gut it out. I think he's. I think for the reasons that Detroit made the trade, people can question what they got in Blake. But would you know what they have? They have a legitimate basketball star, a guy who's going to go out, who's really added to his game. You know, he's added his little jump shot. When his athleticism started to go, he found another way to continue to play, uh, to be productive. And what he did for the fans, at least from what my perspective, is he showed them that he cares and that he gave a damn. And the Detroit fans, who are a proud fan base, they've you know obviously they've had their tough times. They haven't won a lot of playoff games. Um, Detroit's lost 14 straight series. Um, Detroit Lions uh, have not won a playoff game since 92. You know, it's a it's a tough town. It's like it's a hard luck town. Like what? Cleveland, yes. I didn't even know that. Yes, they've not, like Detroit has not won a playoff game since 92. So it's a whole struggle for that city, but they gave, got up on their feet and they gave him a standing see, ovation. See, now I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm, I'm in a rabbit hole now because now I'm trying to remember what game that was in 92. <laughs> That's a good question. But but was I think it was the never mind. I think it was the Bears though. If it was the Bears, then I definitely blocked it out. Yeah, okay. All right. Um but yeah, but just to say that, I just want to shout out uh Blake yeah. for that effort. Yeah. Because you literally you're a millionaire. You had a decent season on a, on what by all accounts was a bad team. And they Dwayne Casey, I think, did a good coaching job considering the material that he has. I think Blake had a really good season. And for him to put it on the line for the fans with an injured knee and go out there and give his all, and the fans recognize him for it, I thought it was just a great moment at a time when NBA players are very cool to take nights off and sit it out when it's not ideal. That's the, sort of the culture. Yeah, Ka- Kawhi that, Leonard be calling out every other game. Kawhi Leonard is that that dude at, <laughs> at the job that just be like, man, Willie just, he took off again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He call out. He call out. Yeah. He look outside. He's still under the covers. 
He peek out the window like it's raining. Yeah. It's cold out there. Yeah. He said, hey. Yeah, I ain't gonna man, make it. What happened, man? I just, the thing would have messed me up. So I, <laughs> Willie, for uh, Christ's sake, you're <laughs> sick again. <laughs> but yeah, he, he, any little thing, Kawhi call out. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's true, and that's you know. So shout out to Blake for for going um, that out. The other thing uh, that that I wanted to sort of uh, bring some attention to is I think in the first round, I want to give some love to two guys that I think are really in the process in real time making a serious name for themselves. Um, on even with, They have names, but going to the next level. I think Damian, Damian Lillard is showing what a lot of basketball heads already knew, that he's one of the premier point guards in the league, and now he's moving past some names. He's going past Westbrook. Whereas before, because this is a guy who was missing <clears throat> all-star games and stuff like that just because of the sheer numbers, but I think farther Portland goes, in the more important games, I think he's making a name for himself. And I think uh, Greek Freak is sort of moving from what would be tier two superstar to clear cut tier one superstar, uh, especially if he develops an a outside shot. And, start, and he has gotten better as each month of the season's gone along. That man's unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. Greek Greek Freak is, is fire. Uh, you know, he's uh, definitely been able to to improve his game each each. Each year, he's been able to improve his game. He's always been, you know, what they call freakishly athletic. That's why they call him the Greek. He's freak. just the length, but the athleticism. But, and I'm gonna tell you something else that uh, I, I observed uh, in in the uh, the Portland OKC series that I think um, maybe isn't being talked about enough um, is Damian Lillard seemingly has the mind, if you will, and the temperament. And the reason why I, I make the distinction is that it's becoming abundantly clear that Westbrook does not. Right. Like, he's after every shot, you know, Westbrook's talking smack to Damian Lillard. Westbrook is caught up in trying to beat Damian Lillard, and Lillard is trying to beat OKC. Yes. And I think when you, when you reduce yourself to trying to prove to – a guy and, 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 and hey, look, we all see it, and we've been to the parks, and that that type of thing happens in the park. But when you're trying to advance and get to the next round, and he's and 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 Westbrook has lost way more in the postseason than he's won, and and been down three one a lot. And I think that I think that for me that distinction that and and, and you and you're looking at it literally in black and white. You got one guy who's just com- just completely emotional and becoming unwrapped all yeah. and sometimes and that works for him on some nights, but. And you got Lillard, who's just—he's just steady Eddie. He's just steady as we go. You know, he's just playing his game. He's—he's he's, he's racking up the wins, and he's not. And in, 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 in the post-game pressers, I mean, it's—it's—it's it, it's obviously carrying over. You watching Westbrook not answer questions, right? You know, just which being is really smug. bad. Yeah. Which is really bad for the NBA because the NBA fan is fully engaged. I don't. The numbers are down. Uh, for the playoffs, but that stands to reason because you're missing LeBron. LeBron, the league's been sort of built on the back of LeBron, his stardom. Makes sense. It's like imagine if Jordan wasn't in the playoffs. Well, we can't imagine that because it didn't happen. But because it happened with LeBron. Isn't it interesting, though, and not to cut you off, yeah. like it happened with Kobe, it happened with LeBron. It, it hasn't happened yet with, with Curry and those guys, but it, some superstars are now with the change in the teams and the, you know, and, 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 and Kobe never did that, but in Kobe's prime, he missed the playoffs. You know, right? And it's 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 interesting. And LeBron, and I know he got hurt, and I understand that, but still, 
you right. know, you missed you, you you missed the playoffs in your prime, and I think that that or maybe on the on I was going to say on, on the back curve, curve you know. Is, so, yeah. but I, the the point being, he's not in the playoffs. It overall hurts right. the league. Yeah, if you're if you're in the league front office, you know, you're going to feel that in the ratings. Add to the fact, no L.A. market, no New York market, no Chicago market mm-hmm. there as mm-hmm. well. Your three top metropolises. So you had to anticipate uh, ratings being down. However, look at the matchups in round two. Golden oh, State, Houston. Fire series. We should see some a bump. We should see a bump then. Well, it's for the, for the basketball heads. You're going to look at that and be like, man, what a great series to watch. Philly, Boston, Milwaukee, Toronto, Portland, Denver. These are all great series. Oh, no, it's on. Like, it's like, on. I'm not going to miss one game. And 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 here's the thing. I think there's a lot of anticipation to think that we could get a new champion. It would be weird to see like a Milwaukee Bucks as the champion because you don't think of Milwaukee as a town that can have a championship in anything. You know, I just want, I just, I just want because I've already conceded the fact that, and I think most basketball fans have conceded the fact that Golden State's going to win again. I don't think but, you can concede that but, this year. But well, okay, and, and maybe you haven't. I have. But, I see vulnerabilities in but, that team. But I just want I just want there to be, you know, go to game six, game seven. Yeah. That's what I that's what I would like. I would like to, to to at least for a couple of seconds maybe be in your space where you are, where you see vulnerability. Where I, I haven't seen any of that. I've seen ebbs and flows, but you know, when they when when the playoffs playoffs have gotten here and they and, and they and their one hiccup, they were up thirty one. They were up 31. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, no, real talk. I mean, listen, we know that it's an awesome basketball team, but when you get to that point where you're playing, what are they playing? Their fourth championship series in five years or third, If they, assuming that they get there. Like, you're playing as much against your own complacency. It's all about them. They're it's playing all about them. They're yeah. playing themselves. And, I mean, we, as Bulls fans, we experienced this with the Bulls where we were better than teams theoretically, but – when we got into it with Phoenix and 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 then uh, which was ninety three season and then the two uh, series with Utah, Utah w- was really wanting it and we needed every bit of the Michael and Scotty superpowers to to win those rings. It right. wasn't like we just blew through everybody. We blew through a couple of teams, but, but at the end, and they we were challenged. But some of that had to do with just. Fatigue. There was still no game team. sevens, though. No, there's no game. No, yeah. Mike didn't play no game sevens, bro. What? Except for that's not true. Except for um, against Indiana, I want to say. I was talking about in the finals, but in the finals, in the yeah, finals, in the yeah. Eastern Conference Finals, we did go to a to a game seven where really Scottie Pippen was the difference when they put Scottie on on. Uh, I believe it was Mark Jackson, and he just shut down, shut him down defensively because Mark was just getting tons of penetration on the other guard and creating opportunities anyway. Um, hey, don't test us. <laughs> yeah, listen, I just so much stuff. So much stuff just, just trickling out. But I think this is a – listen, I, I think Golden State is the odds on to win the championship. Oh, you yeah, would give them the, the best. I'm just looking at it going they're vulnerable from the standpoint if they're dealt some adversity, an ankle, an ankle roll, uh, uh – Getting down to it, having Golden State play a great game and losing could be like a shock to their system. If they lose, if they lose, I think, and I know this is going to be an oversimplification or you know not necessarily uh, a hot take, but I think if they lose, if they lose home court advantage, if if a team can manage to go into the Oracle 
and win either game one or game two, <clears throat> I think all bets are off. I think I think that and how they lose. Well, well, well because, because the reason why I say that is because they are they are if not anything they are not a mentally tough squad, and I think that and I'm and I'm not even saying that Curry's not a mentally tough player. I actually think he is, but I think collectively speaking with with Draymond with Durant, I think uh, you know I, I think if they if they manage to to lose one of those games, I think that you what you were saying. I think there could be some sort of. Uh, fracture in the in they're playing themselves they should never lose right but if they if that happened i think that you know you could see some sort of uh and 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 i think also given what chris paul is and you were talking about a rolled ankle or pulled hammy you know as we saw last year they were that you know an injury away you know right. and, and it looked like they were going to take that series and obviously he got hurt and so nobody is immune no like i think they can be challenged um i think they're not the automatic win. I think they're favorite. Um, I actually disagree. I think they are a very mentally tough team. Um, Curry is one of the most mentally tough athletes the game has ever seen. I mean, he's that's the one thing that that you have to respect about the team. And I know in the debate of, oh, this is a super team with so many all-stars and blah, blah, blah. But you look at the sort of mental makeup of all the players that are there sans Kevin. Draymond Green, second-round pick. Homegrown player. They didn't acquire him through free agency, anything. This, these guys were drafted to a bad team. Um, none of the guys, Clay, Steph, or Draymond, were drafted as guys that were, quote-unquote, all-stars. There were doubts and question marks from a scouting report on all those guys from the standpoint of what they can mean. As like they, None of those guys were projected as stars. When you go back and look at what the scouts were saying about them coming in, they had glaring flaws or you looked at them and sort of just accentuated the one thing that they did well. What they've become is a collective group of players that play well together, are coachable. Then you add what is a legitimate superstar who like was kind of like the Zion, you know, that sort of uh, McDonald's All-American who's projected all the way through, and it makes them pretty invincible. But this sort of notion that all those guys were that coming out of college, all those guys were that projected that – that's what sort of make this team, to me, mentally tough because they all got grit on them. They all got a little bit of crust on them for, like, we were slept on. Nobody believed in us. We didn't, we didn't come in with the championship pedigree. This wasn't when LeBron went down with Wade and, and Bosh, who were all McDonald's All-Americans, who were all stars at however they got there, and then said, yeah, we all going to get together and be a basketball team. These guys had to prove it. These guys had to make roster. Well, in, the, in Draymond's case, had to make a roster. When you're a second-round pick, you're not guaranteed to make the roster. Like, Steph had doubt. I mean, Davidson College. I mean, that says it all. Like, so this team's idea of who they are and their identity is actually what makes them tough. I think it's an advantage for them. LeBron ain't had nothing to do with this. <laughs> but, no, I, I, uh, I, I, think, I think, like I said, if they lose one of those two games, I don't think that they have the mental makeup. To, to maybe overcome that. Uh, and you said Sands Durant, but I also think that if Draymond, t you know, goes into one of his, you know, they can't control me, you know, because I don't think anybody can control him once he gets upset. Yeah, you're talking about playing within – yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. And I think we're saying something a little bit different, and I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I think you're talking mainly about Draymond. 
Yo, I don't see yeah. Clay well, and Steve Stephen no, no. Curry losing their, you know, their cool. That well, yeah. yes, correct. Yeah. But that's that's the problem. I don't. They're not going to. But I don't think they can control Draymond. If he if he gets if he gets he upset, starts with the technical. He starts all that. Yeah. yeah, and then if he and, and if gets him, thrown out, and, and we saw what happened in the one series. And him in which, and, yeah. If him and Durant get into it, or if he starts to get into know, it right? with the coach or something, I, know, I mean, right? and, and, and these stories have come. And that's out. I'm about to say. Yeah. We've seen it, so it's not like you're giving me a hypothetical. Right. We've seen this happen. Yeah. Like, they literally square yeah. off in the huddle yes. in the middle of a timeout. Like, holy smokes. Yeah, like, this is happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're watching it. I watched, yeah. I watched Draymond Green call Kevin Durant a bitch. Yeah. I saw it. We won without you. Like, holy smokes. Didn't he say something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we don't won need this. you. Yeah, yeah we, we were winning before you was, got and, here. But, and, and, and all of that. But the fact that you say that just says everything. And if I was well, the owner of the team. That's just so Detroit, bro. Oh, it's so, so Detroit. That's so, so such a Draymond. Like, guys named Draymond. Draymond. No, I was about to say, <laughs> when your name is Draymond. Yeah. That's yeah. the type of stuff. Because yeah. like, most Draymonds are, like, like, probably on the back of a, you know, trash truck. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ah. And he beat the odds. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, I, I, I totally feel you on that. But I think, um, I think if you're a basketball head, you're going to be treated <clears throat> both series because the East is open for the first time, like legit eight years. Because didn't didn't uh, every year LeBron went for eight straight years. So if, like if you're in the East, if you not hype, if you Ben Simmons, if you Embiid, if you not hype at this man, this our shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so it's like finding out that one chick that broke up with her man, and you just you all. Up in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> you're sliding. You're sliding. You're sliding like you're on the slip and slide. <laughs> like you all in there, like, like off with, you, with your teams. shirt off on the on the on the slip and slide. Yeah, no, dude, I'm telling you, we're gonna see like you pushing kids out the way <laughs> to get at that. We're gonna see um <laughs> Philly, which comes in a certain way. Lots of talent. You want to see if they can put it together. Let's see if Brett Denver's Brown probably, can put it together. Denver's, I mean, excuse me, Boston's probably the best coached. Well, no. Milwaukee's the best coached team. Oh, Boonehoser. Okay. Yeah. Boonehoser is I mean, he's a great. That he, man can coach. He, is he getting coach of the year? Or did he already I think it? It's, I, I don't think it's been voted on. I, he's got to be up there. Doc's got to be up be there. It's going to be his second time getting it. For a different team. Yeah. yeah that's he's an excellent coach. You're going to see that in Boston as well. Man. And then you got it. And then we Doc get to see. Rivers. <sighs> Holy smoke. Doc's out here getting it in. When he out there. He out with there. Nothing. With nothing. With, with, with Sidney Moncrief. <laughs> <laughs> and the back half of his career. Not <laughs> yeah. even like all star yeah. Sidney yeah. Moncrief in yeah. Milwaukee. Trent Tucker. Yeah. Like he's out there with like just just guys. Just guys. Yeah. Just guys. He's out yeah. there with, with guys. So, so. Guys. Yeah. Him, like so, so we got uh, uh, Budenholzer. We got Doc Rivers. And uh, the gentleman from Boston. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I mean, you know, you're seeing so you're seeing some hell of fire coaching going on right now. No, nah, it's gonna be exciting for the bat. Like this is not for Doc to win one game, bro. No, I know. Just to get to the playoffs yes. in the West. Yes. Like seriously, Mr. West. To, yeah. yeah. I think this is not gonna be a great playoff for the casual fan because. Names, certain names that we love and have associated the game with D-Wade. I think the second round, though. But the second round is going to be all-time in both conferences. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, every night we're going to get treated to great games. So, if you're a basketball head, enjoy that. I want to get to, um, before we before we break up out of here, I want to talk about 
uh, the draft. The NFL draft coming up. Uh, this is the week of the NFL draft, and it's really interesting in that outside of a couple of key names, it's not a big name draft in terms of skill players, running backs, wide receivers, like guys that you, yeah, yeah, guys that you sort of. There's no Odell Beckham Juniors in this. There's no you know those type of guys. What we do have is a bunch of guys in the trenches. There's a, a, probably a record amount of guards and centers that will go in the first round, which you can say what you want, but you show me a championship caliber team and I'm going to show you a good offensive line. It's not always sexy to talk about the O-line play, but if you don't have good O-line play, you're going nowhere. Right, right, like, right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? And, so, that, and, and Russell Wilson yes. uh, rewarded his lineman with the Amazon stock, $12,000 uh, per lineman for 13 guys, $156,000. Yo, re, no, repeat that because I think, and, and we missed that earlier, that is great. You know, a lot of times quarterbacks give um, watches, watches. You know, well, first of all, most and I think I don't want to say the Bears started this, but I want to say the Bears started with, with McMahon back in the day. McMahon always kind of saw himself more with the the old lineman, so he would take the old lineman out for stakes every Monday in Chicago back in the eighties. I I never heard anybody doing that prior, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of done all over the league. And and so the offense, the quarterbacks like do this thing where they sort of acknowledge the offensive linemen in some shape or form. And with running backs that have great seasons, stuff like that, and they'll give them like you know I'm getting everybody a Rolex or they do some Russell did some really fly, some yeah. really fly shit yeah. and giving twelve thousand dollars worth of Amazon stock to every offensive lineman, 13. not just the starters, yeah, the backups too. Thirteen offensive linemen got twelve thousand dollars of Amazon stock. Yeah, and and the open Which might be like two what, like two shares a piece yeah. or something like that. But anyway. A preferred stock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but he uh but yeah he and he wrote you just, did you read the letter? No. Like you guys, you know, I just signed a record contract and you know the fact is not lost on me that you guys helped me provide for my, you know, my family, my wife. And so I wanted to try to help provide for your family and your you know, in your, your situ- future. Yeah, your situation. Yeah, in your future. So, you know, he was just basically saying, thank you. If you guys get a chance, go on any uh, sports website. It'll be up there. His open letter to his uh, to his. That's lineup. so, like, like that's so amazing. Sure. Man. Like, this guy. That's so thoughtful. It's just nothing to not like. If you, and if you find yourself saying anything negative about Russell Wilson, that's on you. Yeah, no, no, that's a poor reflection of you. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, 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 and he's talking more and more urban. So what's not to like? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, but the draft, yes. Yeah, getting into the draft. So in terms of big names, we got Kyler Murray, of course, um, who sort of like shot up the board because of the coach that went to Arizona. And they the the word is there's a fit between Kyler Murray and, and the coach whose name escapes Cliff me. Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of hype around that. And I think originally when it started – I think the feeling was uh, it was a guarantee that he would go there. Now you're hearing sort of the gamesmanship that goes on in the NFL because now people are saying, well, they may not take him and this, that, and third. What happens after him is what's interesting because you got Nick Boza, who is the consensus number two or number three pick. But I'm going to tell you something with Nick Boza where there could potentially be a problem. This guy's political views are really, really strong. And really right leaning, and legitimately like borderline on some racistness. If that's well, a word, well, is racist? Well, is racistness a word? But racistness, it is. For I us. don't think it's a real word, but hashtag borderline that. racist. If y'all, if somebody hashtag racistness <laughs> on our Instagram, we are gonna send you something free. 
Um, yeah, uh, he um, so 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 basically, you know, they now the NFL is hiring firms to go over uh, potential draft picks, um, their social media, and they found uh, where he was um, on on his Instagram and Twitter saying that you know Donald Trump was the goat, Colin Kaepernick was a clown, and that um, Black Panther was the worst uh, one of the, the worst Marvel movie of all time. Yeah. Um, he's also uh, liked, um, retweeted some Tommy Lauren stuff. If anybody knows who she is, uh, not a friend of diversity. Um, and and so and so he said that he had to remove those because he didn't say he changed his views. He said I had to remove those tweets and stuff because I may be going to San Francisco and that's a liberal town. He didn't say I changed anything. He, no. said, he said that's why he deleted them. So he deleted them, but he's recently liked uh tweets and he's liked um Instagram pictures with his friends using the N word and not uh G A G G E R. Uh he so he's gone from actually creating the content to just liking the content. Uh one of his one of his uh friends from high school uh just in his Instagram post like I, he said I think I'm gonna start using the N word more often now. He liked that. This is a white guy. You know so for those of you who may not know who Nick Bosa is, Nick Bosa is a Caucasian uh, defensive lineman that's coming into uh, the NFL draft out of Ohio State. So he's gone uh, uh, homophobic um, post. He's liked, and this is all, this is recent. This is 2019. So <clears throat> I don't know how you bring a guy like that into your organization. And how is this not the story going into the draft too? Like I feel like ESPN and some of the outlets have been a little complicit in burying this. Sure. Uh, because I did not know that. And I follow things pretty closely. Um, I didn't know that because I think that's I think that's I think that's beyond egregious. That's volatile because he seems to not give a shit. And interestingly enough, and I think you mentioned this uh, in the pre-show. He's the brother for y'all that don't know, and I anybody listening to our show, I would imagine would know that he is the brother of, of Joey, Joey Boza, yeah. who also played at Ohio State, hell of a football player in his own right. Nick Boza is an excellent football player. So let's let's establish on the sports front. Um, the guy's a, a good pass rusher. Um, I always have to be proven with defensive linemen that you could do it in the pros the same you did in college. So let's let's wait on that. But I'm going to tell you, the NFL locker room is an interesting place. Now, you can sometimes just kind of fit in because you got 53 guys and not everybody has to be best buds and people can come in and do their job. And I think in generally speaking, people can have differing political views. And if you can get to the quarterback – or if you can block, or if you can catch the ball, people will sort of tolerate each other because it's just about the team trying to win. This might be different. Sure. Because it's like, you know, you don't really see this that much, particularly in this climate, for somebody to be like, nah, I'm with the shits. Yeah. And, <laughs> All of it. Yeah, and I think, I think you know, for you, for you to actually go on social media and put that stuff out there, that's taking it to a different level. You, you can agree with Donald Trump and his policies, you know, and, and, and that be your personal views. But for you to actually take it to social media where you're putting it out there and then, you know, so it, to me just shows a different level of commitment to, you know, to, to those views and, and, and to your political beliefs. Sure. And just telling your what you're doing is you basically telling your black teammates, don't try to befriend me. Don't try to be on my side. Like I'm here. This is who I am. And I apologize to no one. I'm going to play golf with the, 
with with Trump if I can. If we win the championship, I'm showing up for the celebration. All of that. Keep yeah. all of that mess to yourself. That's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, not just on draft day, but leading, you know, come to, kind of after that, depending on what locker room he goes to, depending on who the stars are on that team. Because you go to certain teams, like the overall feeling towards him will sort of be reflective of who's the leader. Like imagine him coming into a locker room with Ray Lewis, like a strong personality like that. Or, you know, we I know we at the end of uh uh Terrell Suggs career, but like guys with real strong like personalities. Mm-hmm. Like that would be really like being a can you imagine being in the defensive lineman room with with T Sizzle and this guy together? <laughs> sure. Like, cause T Sizzle <clears throat> put your head through a wall. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, like he's an animal. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's gonna be interesting to see where he lands, you know. Interesting, like if he ends up in San Francisco, oddly enough, as the super liberal city it is, it might be okay because they so chill. Like you might not get a lot of pushback. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean, I, I mean, you know, it, like yeah, it will be. I mean, he's not gonna pa- last past the first two, three picks. Yeah, so it, yeah, it will be obvious. But you gotta think about it though. If you pick this guy, you gotta think about who you bringing in your locker room. I let me tell you something. I would immediately take him off my board. He ain't. Oh, to me, yeah. it's like a character issue. Yeah. Like, like I would take him off my board. Like he raped somebody. Yeah, I'm taking him. Off, I'm, I'm taking you off the board. No I question. I don't care where you. I don't, I don't, yeah, care. I don't care how many. I don't want to win. How many? Yeah, <clears throat> I don't care how many sex you get, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm not and, doing and, it. and furthermore, you can count me as someone who will be hating on him. Game one. Yeah, right out the shoot. <laughs> right, right out the shoot. And and it's like I, I kind of feel like I was like, yeah, I'm gonna hate all the bozos, but I'm like, I've never heard Joey say anything, right. so I'm not gonna put that right. on him. But let Joey say something. Right. I'm watching. Right. I'm watching you, Joey. <laughs> and generally speaking, right, you know, maybe if he did agree with his brother's takes, that they they probably he probably would have said something by now. He, like back in college. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe a, re- they, a like or retweet. Yeah, anything. maybe they're the fact on, that he stays away yeah. from it may give the sense that he's just not on that. Hope I hope so. Um on another note, so well, I hope not. I don't know, whichever. <laughs> I don't I mean, I hope that he's not. I don't I hope that as few people as we can get that are on that, the better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to talk about Gil Brandt. If you don't know who Gil Brandt is, Gil Brandt is a longtime player evaluator, um, a legend, a Hall of Famer in terms of uh, evaluating players. But he, let's, I think he's got nearly 50 years in the business. And this is a guy now who is comparing Daniel Jones, uh, quarterback at Duke, to Peyton Manning. And I went on my Twitter and I should have went on to that lines matter. I said this, but I have more followers on my personal. Is that way to go? We would have liked to have that engagement um, on our page. That would have been nice. I said, this is how you get. I said, this is how you end up with guys like Paxton Lynch and, and Tannehill and 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 guys of that nature. And Tannehill Blake, was a receiver. Blake Bortles. This is how you end up with these guys in the first first round because they get evaluated into the first round. Matt Jones by guys like yes, by guys like oh uh, he didn't even have a, this is a guy that didn't even have a position because he was a. Quarterback turned wide receiver, mm-hmm. um, just because he was fast, they would like they get excited. And I think a couple things, and I'm gonna say it. I think sometimes the reason why some of these guys get overevaluated into the first round is because I still think that NFL scouts still have a view of of uh, a composite sketch, if you will, of what a, a NFL quarterback is supposed to look like. And if you wear your uniform just right and you're tall and you're statuesque and you can throw the ball down the field, they start thinking that they, particularly if you're smart, they start like a smart, quote-unquote, white quarterback. They think they can coach you into successful play at the position because you seem to have all the things. But I watched a lot of these guys play. I watched Josh Allen play in college. 
I saw nothing to say that he should be the what eleventh or twelfth pick because I watched him against bad teams do okay, and I watched him against good teams play poorly, without exception. <laughs> without exception, I'm, I'm talking about this guy left college with a completion percentage. I want to say high fifties, right? In college, yeah. Like where it's easy with all the bubble screens and all that to complete. Like 66, 67 is like average. Like guys like Baker Mayfield and, and guys like Kyler were 70% completion percentage in college because of the way all, a lot of the throws go. Daniel Jones is cool. In, in the fourth or fifth round, that, that's take the, a flyer on Sure, him. sure. And I think, I think what happens, a couple things. So there's that, and I think the other thing is what I call the Tom Brady factor and to a lesser degree, the Russell Wilson. Everybody... Everybody's afraid to let a guy go down, 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 down their board, and then they get picked up. Like, Brady went in the sixth round. So everybody, if you were evaluating talent that year, you feel a little shitty about the job you did because you go, I did not see what they saw. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but then, the, you know, they take solace in the fact that no one else did either, you know? Right, but you still like, damn. Like, so now you start evaluating people up, and, like, all these guys do is make more money, but they're not better. right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think that you, when you start doing those types of evaluation, maybe that might need to be Gil Brandt's last go at his. The thing. rabbit is getting old. The rabbit baby. getting old, baby. Did you, did you hear about uh, what, what went on with uh, John Gruden and? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just along the same yeah, lines. Right along the same lines. This guy, if you hadn't heard, uh, this was last week. He basically. <laughs> I mean, I have my own vision of it in my mind, but he basically fired or, or sent home, suspended the the scouting team, the, the team of scouts, because he no longer trusted their evaluation of players. Well, that and also that they thought that there was a mole in there. They might be leaking their strategy, him and Mike Mayock. Uh, so, and they, and, and they, they sent their whole entire, uh, all their scouts home. And told uh, them don't come back till, till after, after the draft. The draft. So after the draft, so like that'd be like that'd be like you got a concert, and you telling like you 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 the singer, you just send the band home, and tell them to tell the band to come back after the show, like let's <laughs> like they're an important piece yeah, yeah. of of what this specifically is. Like the this, band doesn't have a function. It's showtime outside of the show. I, it's showtime. <laughs> Will we? I think I think Gruden. That's one of those. That's one of those. I've been away from the game too long. Too long, and, dude. And, I said it at the beginning. And he he, he, he you know he, I mean, he might be getting a little long in the tooth because he, he, that's a paranoid move. That's like ah, who is it? Yeah, send everybody home. Well, and and I think like I always say, I told people this when when Gruden got hired, he got in the press. What conference. if Mike Mayock's the mole? <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> um, he got in the press conference and said. Hey, I you know, call me old school, but we're gonna get a tight, a end. tight end and a fullback and some offensive linemen, and we're gonna like line it up and run the ball down people's throats. And I'm going with uh, Marshawn Lynch, and I'm going, uh oh, <laughs> you know, in a, in a, at a time where there's a lot of RPO, a lot of um, you know, run run, pass, run, option. run pass option. There's a lot of sort of interchangeable parts where you have like guys like Tyreek Hill, guys like Tariq Cohen. You know, guys that are sort of like these hybrid running backs, Taylor wide Gabriel. receiver, Taylor Gabriel, yeah. and you're starting to see these guys pop up all over the league. They're just like they're Army Swiss knives. They can line them up on the outside, you can put them on the inside, you can toss sweep to them, and you have these college concepts that are invading the NFL, and you have quarterbacks that can execute it both in terms of NFL reads and college execution run, you know, run uh, options and things like that. 
to be saying we're going to run a, a traditional West Coast, there's defense. It's like for, one step away from saying we bring it back to wishbone. No, it really is, though. Honestly, there's been a lot of evolution in the game, and John Gruden isn't with it. Nah, he's not with the shits. No, not at all. So I, I look for and it's a, it's a, it's again, it's just a dumpster fire over there. They traded some of their best talent. Um, then you bring in a guy like Antonio Brown, who you just have to believe is gonna at some point start destroying the morale on their team, or at the minimum, just doing what he wants. If they if they draft Kyler Murray, that that's gonna be like the 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 the, the final act in the Barnum and Bailey. You know, right? Because it's just a bad fit. <laughs> because now you got Derek Carr, who just signed a big deal, right? And then you got—is it David Carr? Derek Carr. De- Derek Carr. Yeah, I know the, the brothers. Um, and then you got, then you have Kyler Murray into that mix, who is not going to start game one. No. And that would just be so weird. Yeah, and 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 like, Kyler works. Is Kyler can throw the ball? And he can run, but he works because he's running a a college system. You minute you put him in a and in a traditional West Coast, you're not playing to his strengths. And they're saying now that that uh, I just listened to a show, uh, a Colin show. He had a uh, uh, he had a college scout on. And he said that Arizona's taking Colin. Yeah, there's there's rumors coming out. I think one of the guys from CBS has reported that they're gonna go a different way. But right. I think somebody just threw a flare out. Yeah, that's yeah. But yeah. But, but, I, but I mean, if they take him, and they can't get a first round for Josh Allen. That's gonna be, oh, bro. That's gonna. They're be. not getting a first round. For but that's Josh what Allen. they're holding out for. Yeah, that's they why need they to stop. Done the deal yet? They so. need to stop. Like they're like, they need to take Kyler. When they trade Josh Allen, they're gonna get Josh Rosen. A Josh Rosen, excuse me, a third, maybe a low, like maybe a third. Because like, to me, and this is the other thing, and it kind of ties in because we'll see this sort of sort of play out. Maybe the value gets increased with Josh Rosen because of the needs of quarterback. Most of the guys that need a quarterback between 10 and 17. Uh, Miami, Washington Redskins, um, uh, the Giants. Um, where I think we're, where I'm starting to hear things that concern me is that Haskins is falling down the board a bit. And I'm like, I think he's the best quarterback in the draft, and I think he was the best quarterback of the guys last year in the draft. Maybe, like, knowing what we know now about Baker, maybe I would say different. But I'm saying if I was to evaluate them, what we knew at the time – I would put Haskins even over Baker, who you knew I was a fan of. Like, like Haskins is the bomb. But for whatever reason, he's falling down to the point where I heard Denver is in love with Drew Locke and is thinking about moving up or at least taking him at the position. Now, I put no solace in this because this is the same organization that moved into the first round to get Paxton Lynch, who I knew was whack. In college, Coming out of I Memphis. watched him yeah. at Memphis throw balls into the ground. Like he, everything he did in the pros, he did in college. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, we, so and so. Tyson so, Lynch was a fifth round pick yeah. <laughs> in terms of what my eyes saw. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, and 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 they drafted him, and and he didn't even he. There was some questions. He was even going to be able to make the roster. You know, going yeah, going but he did release him eventually. Yeah, yeah, they did release him, but they, he he got a chance to start, and, and he and he was who we thought he was. And then and then when they had a chance to, when they didn't have a quarterback, and you had a chance to sort of go a couple different directions, they was like no to Cutler when Cutler came out and did a a decent sort of fill in the blank job in Miami. You said, well, we don't we don't want this here. You didn't call Colin Kaepernick. We don't want that here. And you go get Case Keenum, who's no longer there. Right. 
So that's a second miss. Right. Like, so I'm sorry, John Elway. You may have been a good quarterback, but what you're not is an evaluator of the quarterback position. So you coming up saying we like, or the rumors coming out saying you like Drew Locke, is ridiculous to me. I can tell you this. If they take Drew Locke over Haskins, they deserve like the 50 years of like <laughs> terrible play. And yeah. they've wasted a championship defense by not being able to able to put anybody decent at the quarterback right. position. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's just it's ridiculous. I think um last thing on the draft, or or just the draft is coming on just for whatever it's worth, I'll plug um ABC on this. This is the first year that the draft is gonna come on sort of like a regular network on ABC. It's usually been sort of rele- relegated to ESPN, ESPN yeah. NFL network. Yeah. Uh so they're trying to make it a more fan friendly event, um, putting it on the mainstream channel. I don't know if the draft is ever really that just because it is really particularly monotonous if you're not a hardcore college football fan and an NFL fan. And so I think what you're going to get is it's like something that doesn't work for the average fan, particularly this year is because you don't have a Tim Tebow. Right. You don't have the big name skill players. You got a bunch of big uglies yeah. that are going to be coming across the stage that you've never seen which, before. Which, which hopefully if you, if you, you know, if you, you got a GM that worth his, worth his, uh, you know, you know, worth his uh his position. Hopefully, he'll be able to because there's a ton there's a ton of probably interior guys who are going to be first round talent that that can fall to uh into the second and into the third round, particularly the guard position. So so I I hope that my Falcons you know get out there and and get in this and, and grab some some uh some some of the big uglies. Yeah, no, this is a good year for the big. This uglies. is championship. This, this is, is a championship what, draft yes, right here. Yes, and and you want to get depth. So when you do have those injuries, it's not so much that you want to maybe replace that guy with that guy. You just want somebody that can decently step up and be a replacement. Because right, what you see in the NFL right now because of salary cap, because like a team like Atlanta, there's so much money allocated to the quarterback position. The, 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 the downside of that is it's not so much you can't get other guys to play, is you can't accumulate depth. Right. So when you guys get decimated by injuries, you don't have a $3 million player. You're replacing him with a $600,000 play. Right, right, right. And sometimes that's just not good enough. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And so this is where if you got good scouts, you got good guys evaluating talent, you can get those gems where you go, man, that's a fifth rounder that stepped up, was pressed into action, and did a good job for us filled in. This is where championships are won and lost in drafts like this. And And, I I want the same for my Bears. And that's what, you know, the Patriots have done so well. What? They've been able to, you know, their scouting, and they've been able to – I mean, because they had basically – theoretically speaking, a no-name defense last year. And these are all guys that, you yeah. know, everybody had a shot at. Yeah. And and they were able to obviously win another championship, and it was because of the defense. Yeah. You know, so yeah. particularly the defensive backs. Yeah. I know, right? And they, they seem to do it all the time, and I think, they, they, you know, it helps to have a quarterback that can make key throws in game situations. He always keep his heart rate low uh, in those pressure situations. But you're right. Where they win is by drafting those guys, creating the depth. Like they're always looking for guys replacements. They're looking for guys who sort of understand their sensibility of coaching, um, which is how you build a championship team. I always look to, you know, every. I'm not saying you you evaluate everything on the first and second round, but when you start getting guys on your team that are picked in the third round, fourth round, fifth round, they become Pro Bowlers. They become you know All Star caliber players, All Pro. You getting yourself into something like when. What I love about what the Bears have done, getting Eddie Jackson in the fourth round, Eddie, Eddie Jackson's first team all pro in the fourth round. When you get a Tariq Cohen, he go to Pro Bowl, 
from the fifth round. Right. You know, you're getting Jordan Howard in the fourth round. He's no longer on the team, but you're getting production. When you start doing that, you're going to see it reflective in the reflective in the wins. And it's not just Jermaine to the Patriots. You look at what Seattle was able to do with, you know, yeah. Richard Sherman in the fourth round, right. with Russell uh, Russell Wilson in the third round. You know, you look at guys like like that who just, you know, he was the leader. You get your leader of the defense in the fourth round. I believe it was the fourth round. Mm-hmm. And you get, you know, you're the leader of and one of the best quarterbacks probably maybe in the last, I don't know, five five years, you know, in the third round, you get him in the third round, that's how you're able to go to, you know, Super Bowl's back-to-back seasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you when you knock those out of the park. I want to do, if you want to, if you will indulge me, um, I want to do, we don't have to do, a, I really want to do a whole show, but give me half a show on why people still say, and we're going to lose some of our fans who are here for the funny stuff, but I want to do a deep dive into why people still say that Andrew Luck is better than Russell Wilson. Like, I really want to dig into that. Because they were in the, Russell Wilson was the best quarterback in that draft. He's proven it in every measurable statistical way. He's proven it. Wins, completion percentage, QBR, quarterback rating, touchdowns, interception ratio. Every way that we evaluate quarterbacks, he's been better. The stat but lines yet, matter. The stat lines actually matter. <laughs> and yet people, I heard, like, not that Mike Francesa is some prayer book anymore. I think he's just an old, senile old man. But he literally laughed at the idea that Russell Wilson was better than Andrew Luck. And I want to just get into the numbers. I want to get into it. So yeah, if you we'll can indulge that. me, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make it as that. a separate show. Like, it don't even have to yeah, be we'll our main to, release. We'll have to do but that. I need to do that. I need to get that I up. haven't seen that, so I have to. Oh, I have what? To, I have to. Colin Cowherd can't stop slobbering over Andrew Luck. Now, he gives he gives Russell He's his credit. He's a big fan. Yeah, he, he is a big fan. No, he loves Russell. But I haven't seen people definitively say, that Russell Wilson was the best quarterback in that draft. They won't say it. Well, I mean, they I, won't say it. I don't know how you couldn't say it when he's won the championship, but yeah, because you know. but then Mike Francesca said, "Well, go to defense." And then the numbers, but yeah. then the numbers bear it out. No, every year he started, they won ten games except for one, and they won well, nine, nine. That, that that game. And he's, yeah. he's got seventy two touchdowns in the last two seasons, which is tops in the NFL. You know, this is a guy, and I and I'm an Andrew. Luck and this guy. is a guy who's dropping in some cases, and I don't have the stats in front of me. Single digit interceptions. Sure. You know, not just sure. like, okay, I did 25, 35 touchdowns, right. yeah. but I throw nine interceptions, sure. eight interceptions. Yeah. Like, incredible. Yeah. And, yeah. and and he's got, he had a terrible O line the past two seasons. Yes. I mean, this guy's running for his life, still playing, you know, super efficient, uh, super efficient football, which is, which is not to go back into this, but which is the reason why they say Arizona's going to take Kyler Murray because that O line is not built for a pocket passer. And, and with Kyler Murray's size, he should literally give he should give Russell Wilson twelve thousand dollars worth of Amazon stock because the reason he's going first round and about to get the check that he's getting is almost one hundred percent because of the success of Russell Wilson because without it you don't see him to the third round. I I think that's a great point. That, that's a great point. I, and and I think um and obviously I think the stars are aligning given the fact that. Cliff Kingsbury's offense fits Kyler Murray and does not fit Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen is more of a details guy. He's more of a he's a cerebral quarterback. Not that he isn't, but he wants to know the why. Whereas Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury's offense is more about spacing, find the space, sit down. You know, it's more about a feel as opposed to where Josh Rosen needs. Like he, I think he would perform well in an offense like you know with Dirk Cutter or uh, you know someone where the where there's where the concepts 
are there and like there's precision and exact. I think he would be great with uh, your former guy, who's the uh, the Shanahan, who's out in San Francisco. Kyle? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he'd be great in yeah. that system. Yeah, and, and 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 so this is not a knock on Rosen, more so is just saying you know it's more of a, like particularly like maybe an oil and water thing with him and Cliff Kingsbury. Right, and I, I'm not a big Rosen guy because I just don't like some of the things that I saw in college. As smart as he is, he made some bonehead plays. He did some like, and he didn't have a lot to work with at UCLA, but you still can't just, you know, I've seen this guy throw the ball up in the middle of the field and be rewarded because some guy went up, you know, with some a 40-inch vertical. 6'6", six, six black dude yeah, with black and arms snatched the ball. with lots and then, of muscles. And the last time we saw that is with Johnny Manziel. And I was like, yeah, none, of, Mike that, Evans, none yeah. of that's going to translate to the next level. Well, side note, last thing before we get out of here, Rashawn Gary got a nine on the Wonderlick. Do you put any any uh, anything on the Wonderlick anymore? Because I think that shit is, I think it's passe. I think it's out of its moment. What does the Wonderlick tell you about a player? Uh, for me, for me, the Wonderlick, I do want my I want, I want my quarterback. I want my quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah, I want my quarterbacks to to at least do decently on the yeah. Wonderlick. You don't want your quarterback it, with a nine. It just depends. Yeah, because them Jamarcus Russell. Numbers. Yeah, it just depends on the position. You know, if you got to run after the quarterback, then. I don't care. You, you can skip the one to lick for all I care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause see, he see, did. If you got a yeah. nine, that's precisely what <laughs> you ball, did. You skipped ball, it. But you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to, like, like I said, it just depends on the position. Obviously, I want my quarterbacks and my old linemen to do well on it. Yeah. Um, because those are, you know, they have to adjust on the fly. They have to be able to see things, break them down, and then analyze and then make the call. Yeah. And I think that with, with, with guys who have to process information fast and make adjustments on line protections and audibles and things like that, I want you to be able to process information fast and be able to make that adjustment. Whereas with D linemen, they they don't have to think as much. I'm not saying they don't think. Right. I'm saying they don't have to think as much. Right. So I'm not as tied to the wonder lick in that particular position as I am uh would it be quarterback in my old lineman. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's I think it's very possible to have excellent football smart, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, football smarts and intelligence, without necessarily having it translate to a wonder league. Test. Yeah, and, and on the, on the last note, we didn't get to this in the beginning, but Bill Walton fighting sex cases now. I mean, Luke Walton, Luke Luke Walton is fighting. Uh, yeah, fighting we're gonna get to yeah. that when we come back on our next one because we're gonna let that story evolve a little bit. But I think he got himself in a little trouble um, because this isn't the woman who is accusing him is a sportscaster in L.A. It's not like and they've, some, kn- they've known each other for years. Yeah, this years. is not some. Some random chick that he picked up, you know, at uh, Bar My Mom. Yeah, at, at, you know, down at the at, at the Applebee's. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this is somebody who has some credibility in the market, former fo- uh, volleyball player at USC, and uh, and and was doing her thing uh, on television and felt she, some type of. She was writing a book. Yeah, and wanted him to write the foreword. Yeah, he was like, "Well, come up to the hotel. I'll write it." He had, to, he had the Jodeci. Come back to my room. He had the Jodeci tape playing <laughs> in the Hennessy. Thought he was creating a mood. Anyway, wow. well, listen. <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in. Diary of a Mad Band. <laughs> to uh, another off the <laughs> another <laughs> another episode of Stat Lines Matter. I am Mark Stewart. Oh. This is my partner Rob Hunter again. I said this in the beginning, but please, <laughs> please check in with us on uh, our social media. Stat lines matter at IG. Yeah, Stat- <laughs> on and ice. Um, <laughs> check in on Stat Lines Matter IG, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, and call us on the phone number area code four zero four five zero zero nine zero one seven. So uh, that's gonna do it for us this week, and we will see you. 
next week on whatever we talk about then. But in the meantime, stat lines matter. I ain't good for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my. Say it to my face. I ain't good for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my. Say it to my face.